hello 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 everyone out there you're welcome once again to marriage diet on the sixth day of december 2023 this is irena fragrance with semahu and i'm super excited i'm here again with december special tagged the green grass part two the green grass part two and I just finished sharing the green grass part one all that it takes for you to make no some of the things it actually takes for you to make your grass green and I have said it shared it time without number that we shouldn't compare our garden with the other person's or neighbor's garden because you don't know the efforts the other party, your neighbor, your friends, church members are putting in place to ensure that that garden in question is very green. And I said some things in the part one of this podcast that we need a whole lot of uprooting and sowing. And I gave a scenario of what I saw on my route to my working place when I saw an arid land, land that was not so beautiful, was has so much thorns and they brought caterpillar to uproot the trees, the thorns and so on and so forth. I said so much in the part one. Now I'm continuing in the so much I said in the part one in this part two. Do you want your grass to be green as well? Do you want your marriage to be also that kind of marriage that everyone, even children yet unborn, will look up to, pattern their lives after. Do you want to be a good example? A good marriage that will be a prototype for others to follow? Yeah, look at the story of the green grass. The green grass is not just green, the grass is not just in that state if there are no efforts put in place i said you need to uproot what are you going to uproot tons tons as in bad characters bad dispositions bad way of living or behaving and you need to sow in good ones so now i'll be sharing on this second thing or third thing you need to do in that marriage because i'm actually likening the marriage to the green grass i have seen people complained mom about the state of their marriage you've seen i've seen i've heard a wife telling her husband go check mr john go check what mr john does to his wife and i've also seen a man telling his wife go check what jane how she treats her husband hey stop this comparison also find out what they have put the foundation of that marriage every green grass has a foundation every green grass has impute that goes in either daily weekly monthly to make it be in that state no grass will retain its natural composition, composure, color if there are no effort to water it, to put the right manure or plant it in the right soil. That is how the marriage institution is, is, is as well. That is how our marriages 
it's supposed to be. But you don't just go into the marriage with that empty box you brought in and you fold your hands over the years and you expect that marriage to grow or you expect the garden to be very green. You expect everyone to look at it and tell you, oh, well done. No. But you know why the garden is not green? Because most persons go into that marriage, into that marriage institution with their hands folded. They watch so much Cinderella films, Cinderella movies, Cinderella novels, and they just want it done. Abracadabra, yes. One Prince Charming, Prince Charles, yes, of England coming in to sweep their feet off the ground, giving them an empire, giving them the kingdom to rule. But how do you make that kingdom? If he gives you a kingdom, can you manage the kingdom? Can you turn that kingdom to a paradise here on earth? Can you turn it to heaven on earth? What are you going to make out of it if you do not do the right thing? It will still remain in the natural composition, natural way. It will not grow, it will not be beautiful. That is how some marriages are today. Just get married. Oh, thank God I'm married. They stop reading, they stop putting those things, those efforts into they stop it. And like the popular adage goes, the day you stop reading, that's the day you start dying. If you stop reading, stop imputing in life, you also stop getting things out of life. That's the normal philosophy. So now, to make that garden so beautiful, sumptuous, beautiful to behold, beautiful to, to always wants to run to, to play in, you need to tend the garden. You heard me right well. Do you tend your garden? How often do you tend your garden? What do you do to tend your garden? What do you do to tend your marriage? What do you do to ensure that that marriage in that good state is healthy, is sound, is beautiful, is gorgeous, is is a place of bliss, is heaven on earth? What do you do to make it an envy of others? What people want to use like a sample, a simple sample. Go check, go check. Find out when there's an occasion, a marriage seminar. They call you, tell you, come share with us. How are you doing it? You need a whole lot of tend. You need to tend that marriage because every gardener tend his or her garden. They tend it by so many things. The right soil, the right manure, check the health condition of the plant or the soil or the garden of wherever the grass. They check everything, put things in place, water it. Too many things. Read it and that's what you're supposed to also do in that marriage. You don't leave the marriage to itself. You don't leave the marriage in the hands of the wife or in the hands of the husband. I've often heard people say, the marriage belongs to the woman. So let the woman make it work. Hey, 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 hey. That's the biggest lie of the millennium. The marriage belongs to both of you. If you ask me, the marriage first belongs to the man. Yes. It was the man that needed the help me. Have you forgotten? Let's go to Genesis. Who needed the helper? Was not Adam. Eve was already created in Adam, living in Adam. Eve already had a home in Adam. But Adam needed to help me because God saw the way Adam was going, naming animals. If I don't send a help me to this man suitable for him, compatible to him, in fact, this man would die untimely. Let me give him a wife, a partner, from that one that is closer to his heart, from the rib, so that his days can be long. 
so that he can have who will help him assist him in his purpose and that's why Eve was created the woman was created so if you ask me I will tell you the man owns the marriage so he should tend to it you need to do a whole lot of tending don't leave it for your wife don't say the man belongs to my wife the woman owns the marriage no both of you own the marriage you need to make it work in making the marriage work lies in both hands you know why it lies in both hands i don't think you want me to give you the answer now let me ask you a question have you ever seen someone apart from those that lift weight though or a normal person not a weightlifter carrying a a big a big um not jar jar is small a big bowl or 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 a tank of water just one hand carrying it and lifting to the head no it's not going to be easy the person carrying it will break along the line with the water will pour will split or spill or the person will it might even fall and hit the person basically can even die in the process or trying to use one hand to lift the tank of water maybe it will be much easier if both hands come together in agreement and say let us lift this tank together and they both lift it and carry it on each other's head that is how the marriage is it doesn't belong to one man or to one woman it belongs to both of you so both of you need to make it work stop shifting blame stop apportioning blame to yourself if it is not working well it is not in the right place it is not green Hey, it is your fault. It is your fault. It is his fault. It is her fault. Both persons bear the fault together. So you need to make up your mind and decide the marriage belongs to me. I need to make it work. Belongs to you. Say belongs to me to make. So if you start saying it belongs to my husband, if you like, let him not make it. After all, it was the one God created for you. Are also making mistakes, living in error. It also belongs to you because you need a home to survive. Eve was taken out of her home and recoupled back again to her home through the act of sex. You need the home to survive, woman. Stop all this um, blame, all this shakara. If I don't do it, let him do it himself. If I don't do it, let him go to hell. Who will give her account? The marriage needs to be attended to. Let me use the word. Like, let me use that word. Just as the gardener need to tend to his garden, the grass need to be tended to, need to be attended to, need to be need to tend the grass. So also your marriage. Now quickly, how do you really tend this marriage? I will quickly say one thing: in order for the marriage to be green, for the grass in your home to be green, how do you do this? How you need to check on the health of one another a lot of person will just sleep and wake up and not ask themselves how are you how are you feeling do you know a lot of person have fought themselves marriage have become sad because of this singular mistake people often make not checking on one another the wife was not feeling fine. The wife was sick. The wife went to bed ill. And they slept together on the same bed. They walked together in the same bed. 
Good morning, honey. Good morning, honey. The man went his way. He couldn't ask his wife, how are you? How is your health? Did you sleep well? How do you feel now? Do you still have your medications? Oh, if you know you're not feeling better, can we just go and see the doctor again? No questioning. No checking. And the wife feel bad. A whole lot of homes have in fact, Gonsa, the sweetness have turned upside down. Garden have become so, so, so yellowish because of this simple, simple, this simple mistake people often make of not checking on one another's health. Don't say it was just headache. She had just headache, so what's a big deal? Please, that's part of tending. Because you need to tend your garden, in tending your garden, you need to check the health of your plant. Is your plant receiving enough sunlight for the citizens? Is your plant having enough manure, the right manure? Is your plant, your garden having the right? Hey, it's not getting it. Your it's looking malnourished. What should I do? If you do that to plant, to garden, to weed, to grass, why can't you do it to your wife, to human beings? You need to tend her, tend that marriage, tend that garden. You don't know what Mr. John is doing to his wife that makes the wife so if I like glue to Mr. John that makes the home the way it is and you are stretching your name from there comparing your home. Mr. John always asks his wife each morning when they wake up, how are you? Hope you don't have a headache. Has a headache gone? Are you okay? Hugs his wife, pecks her, holds her hands and prophesies to her life, prays for her. Mr. John does those things just to tend his garden. So if you are comparing yourself with Mr. John because you are seeing the way Sister Jane relate to Mr. John out there, you are making the biggest mistake. You go tend to your own marriage. Honestly, you see, it's, it's really, it's really, it's provoking me. I don't know how I just burst into tongues because this thing has made a couple to actually go apart they went i mean separate ways because the wife felt all that she's good for was just sex just for the sex of it the husband will not ask her how do you feel she will not be well he won't ask the first and the second the third day by the time he sees that he's she's able to get off the bed maybe go in the kitchen the night you see him coming to prick her body ask her to give in to sex and over the year went and the marriage deteriorated the ground became black not even yellow that where the walls had their cracking and the other time it was like she just gave birth and she used she used cesarean section to deliver her child and it was not really easy and this one did not even help her they even check on the wound one day they won't find out how is the is the, is the wound healing how are you feeling and once it was just like a week two we say won't you resume ah, are you the only one that don't see us ah, i mean two a week is enough just imagine that's so unfair don't taint your garden that way don't treat your wife that way always check on one another's health check on each other's health how are you even if the minute one do you know a lot of person have died due to headache don't ever say just to mark upset she has she's pretending supposing she's not pretending there was a case that happened some years ago where both of both couples were fighting themselves quarreling 
and the wife had an asthma attack. The wife, the, the husband had left the church, left the wife in the church because they were calling. They went to church on different cars. I'm telling you the true life story here. And the wife also went to car in her own car. So the husband got home before the wife, and the wife was coming back home when she had her asthmatic attack, and her inhaler was in the house. She rushed to the gate and she went to the car park. She started calling the husband on the phone just to help her get her inhaler. This man refused to answer because of her stupid anger. She refused to answer the wife. Why is she calling me? But you saw her. You calling to him. You saw her dropping to the compound. And she's not forthcoming. She was angry. The woman gaps and gaps and gaps for breath. And she gave up there. And so I think about an hour after, it got done on the man. This woman had been calling me since on phone. She's still at the car park. Let me just go check. What he could have done earlier, he went and he saw the woman lying. He had head on the stereo of the car tried to carry her she was lifeless and he rushed her to the hospital they certify her dead b-i-d brought in dead and he, re- he even today this man is still regretting it he goes about saying i killed my wife i killed my wife that could have been avoided no matter the argument quarrel the misunderstanding don't ever be so angry with the extent of not asking your wife his her state of health or asking your husband his state of health. Tend your garden, tend that marriage, find out how you tend it is by asking. Check on one another, check on one another's state of health. I'm saying it again and again. Lack of insensitivity to one another's head have led to breaking down of marriage irretrievably. People they don't want to even see themselves again. He's not sensitive. He lacks, you know, have no emotion. In fact, they will say that he's a choleric, no emotion, no, no amount of temperament. You can work out your temperament. Ask the Holy Spirit to reshape your temperament. Even if you are a choleric, tell the Holy Spirit to give you emotion. Always check on your wife. Check on your wives. Men, check on your wives. Why they are she is sleeping? Touch her body. You might she might be yes. It happened to me. It has happened to me several times. I went to bed happy, but in the middle of the night, I developed a fever. And if I knew, I just saw somebody check my body. I couldn't get up. I was I knew I was shivering. I was shivering. I was hot inside. My body was cold and it was like, what was what's happening? I don't have feeling. And it got to a quickly attending to me rush me to the hospital honestly even while you hear she's sleeping check on her the same bed check on her feel her temperature how is she you make that woman to put you at the center of her head in fact she will not say anything other than in fact when you wake her up in the middle of the night it's your name john that she will say first if she's going to sleep it's your name she will mention first so please i will draw the curtain from here that garden is not just green. There's someone out there tending it. You need to tend your garden as well. First one I've talked on now to make that garden green. Check on one another's health. Don't ignore yourselves. Find out what does she need. Medication or prayers. God bless you as you do so. Please, let's imbibe this. If it didn't work for me, I won't be out here saying it. These are some of the things that will make your marriage to work to the fullest, honestly, and you'll be so happy you did. 
so you need to reach us for counseling for anything whatsoever reach us through these numbers plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight and plus four four seven seven six five one two nine eight six six never forget if marriage is an institution couples and singles must be student always remember marriage care truly cares i love you have a beautiful day bye